This is the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast on the WVSA Digital Network. From the Sport Pens International Studios in Charleston, West Virginia, here's your host, Marcus Cole. Welcome to the podcast. We have another great show on tap. Before we welcome our guests, I want to remind you to like, subscribe, and share our program. This helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information designed for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. With us is Stephanie May, our favorite registered dietitian and owner of SM Nutrition. Happy New Year, Stephanie. Happy New Year to you. We are in 2022. It's exciting, a new year, a fresh start. And today we're gonna be talking about getting back on track for our youth soccer players, getting back on track nutritionally. So why don't we go ahead and dive right into our subject. Now that the holidays are over, we had grandma's secret fudge that you only get once a year. We've had pies that we don't normally get and some of the other treats that we've enjoyed over the holidays. Can you give our youth soccer players some important, you know, the most important thing that they should keep in mind when they're trying to get back on track nutritionally? Yeah. And so I think the big thing, and and a lot of things I'm sharing with my clients and every athlete I'm touching base with, you know, transitioning to this new year, this fresh start is not just making a resolution, but a new year's commitment, right? So what are you committing to do um, this year in terms of your nutrition? We're not thinking about last year, we're starting fresh. This is a wonderful opportunity. And so you know, my favorite word is consistency. So what can we do that's consistent, those small little steps? And so first and foremost, one really easy thing is hydration. What can you do to stay on top of, you know, just sipping water throughout the day? One thing I do, I always keep my water bottle close by. It's never too far away. It's always kind of right next to my computer or whatever I'm working on. Um, So it's always in my sight. It's not in my backpack. It's not on the floor, right? It's right there. And especially with soccer players and when you're at school or if you're in the car, keep it close by. Can you put it on your desk when you're at school? Uh, So you're reminded to take sips during class or can you give yourself a challenge? I was actually working with an athlete last week who's been struggling with hydration. And so one of her goals is the beginning of every class is gonna take five to 10 big sips, Um, right? Just kind of getting in that habit of, oh yeah, I should be drinking water and just reminding herself. So that's definitely a big one is, is being consistent. And then with your hydration, the second tip is just having a game plan. Can you take five minutes before bed, pack a pre-workout snack for, you know, right after school, before practice, pack a recovery snack, and just have a plan for during the day. You never want to leave yourself stranded without fuel. I think that's the worst thing you can do in terms of your performance, because if you're hungry, you're not focused, you're not ready to go, you're not energized. And so it's really important that you're consistent with that snack as well. And then lastly, you know, heading into the new year, listen to your body. If you are hungry, eat something, right? So often we think, oh, it's a new year. I need to be healthier, eat clean, or all those bad words that we hear going around. The most important thing that you can do and the best thing that you can do for your performance and your training and for school is to really just listen to your body. If you're hungry 30 or 40 minutes after eating lunch, it's time to upgrade that lunch. Maybe that lunch should be a little bit bigger. Or if you are hungry before practice, have a snack. You know, that's your body conversing with you and letting you know, like, hey, I need more fuel. Excellent. You know, we're in this period where we don't uh, have a lot of sun available to us. We are dealing with cold weather days. Um, Do players need to load up on specific foods uh, for certain vitamins during this period of time when they're not getting that sun and it is cold outside? 
Definitely. So one vitamin that I always check in on during the winter is vitamin D. Um, it's so crucial to your muscles and your bone health um, and really that bone strength. I mean, you were in this period now as a younger athlete to build that bone mass. And so really you stop developing that bone mass or that bone density to your mid to late 20s. So right now, <laughs> you know, around 18 or younger is when you can really supercharge your bones and make them as strong as they can um, before, you know, you're set for the rest of your life. So doing everything you can now is so, so important. And vitamin D is a big part of that because it helps your body not only absorb calcium, but utilize calcium for bone remodeling and bone strengthening and preventing injury. So it's really, really important. But the question is kind of relaying back to your question, where do we get vitamin D? The sun. <laughs> And so during the winter, so many of us are inside, we're wearing jackets. Um, if we do go outside, it's not very sunny, it's cloudy. If you're in the north, it's snowy. You know, if you're up in the mountains, it might be snowy or foggy. And so that sun just isn't getting to you as strongly as it would in the summer. In the summer and maybe spring and even early fall, 15 to 30 minutes of sun exposure is really all you need for your skin to make vitamin D, which is wonderful. But in the winter, we just don't get that. So we want to look at some food sources a little bit more. Um, and actually a few years ago, the food labels changed. And so you will look at the back, you can see the percent of vitamin D in that serving of food, which is really, really handy when you're trying to boost that vitamin D in your foods. And so a lot of, a lot of foods are actually fortified with vitamin D now. So orange juice, milk, tofu, cereals, all sorts of things have a lot of vitamin D in it, which is really helpful when so many of us um, just don't get enough during the year. That's very important. Um, one question that we get a lot from our youth soccer players, and I know I get asked this a lot, and they say, next time you talk to Stephanie, can you ask her about this? Um, they don't like to eat breakfast for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's a time issue. Sometimes it's the, you know, I wake up, I put my clothes on and I head to school. Um, I, I'm not in the mood for breakfast. Can you talk to us and give them, give these people some tips on how they should handle that and kind of help them in this area? Yeah, I see this a lot with athletes, especially early morning practices before school. It tends to be the, the biggest challenge. And so my best advice is to start small. Something is better than nothing. So when we're thinking about breakfast, it doesn't need to be this huge thing with eggs and toast and, and you know, fruit and yogurt and this huge thing initially. You know, start out small. If all you can get down is some pretzels and peanut butter or a banana or just a granola bar. That's a great start, right? We really want to train your body to get used to eating in the morning. And then once you're comfortable with that granola bar, let's upgrade. Let's do some oatmeal, right? And once you're comfortable with oatmeal, can we do oatmeal with a banana and then oatmeal with peanut butter and slowly build on that breakfast? It takes time, but also think outside the box. It does not have to be a traditional breakfast. If you love dinner, Leftovers from dinner are perfect. If you love turkey sandwiches, there's no rule saying that you can't have lunch for breakfast. So, you know, really thinking non-traditional items for breakfast can be really an easy start to adding in more fuel. I think that's important to remember. I mean, we have breakfast for dinner sometimes. Why can't we have dinner for breakfast? Exactly right. Exactly right. There's no rules. You make up the rules. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Um, during this off season, players are going to be back in the gym and they're going to be lifting three to four times a week. Should their nutritional fueling plan change uh, during this time because they are 
working out so much more and building muscle mass? I mean, what would you recommend? Yeah. So when you're shifting from doing a lot of high endurance, really quick speed workouts, you know, soccer is an endurance sprint sport. It's, you know, 90 minutes of all out. And so we're thinking about when you're transitioning to more of a weight based, we want to focus on being consistent with protein. So you're still going to need some carbohydrates, not quite as much to get you through a soccer practice, but you're still going to need some to energize that training and that lift. But we want to be really consistent with our protein intake. And what the big mistake that I see a lot of athletes making is they go really hard on protein shakes or a really big dinner with, with chicken and fish, but they're forgetting the rest of the day. Their breakfast might just be a bagel or their lunch may just be something quick and on the run. And so it's not that complete meal. What we want to look for is making sure that at every meal we're maximizing protein intakes. We want to aim for that 20 to 35 grams per meal for larger athletes. You're going to be closer to 35. Um, and then, you know, for snacks, if we can hit five to 15 grams of protein, awesome. Because what that does is it gives your body the building blocks to consistently build that muscle and repair that muscle all day long. So being consistent with protein, again, that word consistency um, is really what makes the difference. And then next you want to look at hydration. You know, how is that those nutrients or those amino acids from the protein going to get to your body through your blood and how you do that and how you support your blood is with water and hydration. So that's really important. And then making sure that you're recovering. So adding some color to your plate, looking at fruits and vegetables, things that are really deep colors. So can you get some berries or some deep greens from kale and spinach or broccoli or eggplant really looking for a variety of colors on your plate will help you recover from those heavy lifts. Now, you mentioned, again, hydration, obviously extremely important during the winter time because it's hard to hydrate during the winter when you're not thirsty a lot. And sometimes you kind of have to force yourself a little bit. But mm -hmm. hydration is not just water and it's not just sports drinks. Uh, there's a lot of hydration in food. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So during the winter, I think we've talked about this before too, about how cold water during the winter is just not, <laughs> not exciting to most of us. So really thinking about foods can be a great way to, to get those fluids in when it comes to hydration. So soups, you know, looking at minestrone soups or chicken noodle soups, things that have a lot of broth in them are wonderful sources of water. Um, smoothies, really easy, still cold, but if you're inside, it's not so bad, right? Sinking in some nutrients as well as some water um, and then fruits and vegetables, really just adding that color to your plate, um, adding some berries to your breakfast, maybe some cucumbers at lunch, um, some salad or steamed or roasted vegetables at dinner. Those little changes to your plate make a big difference when it comes to your hydration. So you don't have to drink your water, you can actually eat it. We had a uh, person uh, post uh, to us uh, recently a question that they wanted us to ask you uh, about energy gels and energy chews. Can you give us some background on them and do they really work? Yeah. So I like to categorize those as sports fuel, right? So those things where it's not quite food, but it's really handy. Um, so it's not something like a pretzel or a bagel, but it's fuel that can be really useful during long training sessions or at halftime. And so these things, they kind of fall into to different categories. There's the chews, there's gels, there's the waffles, there's drinks and so on. There's so many different ways, but it all comes down to basically the same thing. They supply your body really quick energy, um, really easy to digest, quick, simple carbohydrates, um, basically little, little boosts of sugar to help you know, improve your energy during long training sessions, which is, um, you know, those carbs, 
is that that's what your muscles want to use. It's that preferred energy for your muscle. So having that sugar and having that carb is really, really important during training, especially maybe at halftime when you've had a really long game or you've got a really long training session at that 45 or 60 minute mark, this may be a time to rely on a gel or a chew. But one thing I want to add in here is never try a new snack, whether it's a gel, a chew or a regular snack during a game, <laughs> make sure you're practicing during practice. Cause we want to make sure if something doesn't sit well with your stomach, I would rather you have to run to the bathroom during practice than during a game. So just thinking about, you know, that is, is really important, but if you, you know, don't want to do a gel or two, there's also plenty of whole food options. So pretzels, goldfish, applesauce, um, you know, fruit leather are really good options for quick natural fuel as well. That's funny that you say that because I was going to follow up with a question about uh, the idea that sometimes these these energy uh, gels and chews don't set well with some people and sometimes they have some gastrointestinal issues when it comes with it. But I'm glad you brought that up. Excellent. Yeah. Um, we're talking with Stephanie May, registered dietitian and owner of SM Nutrition. Uh, you've got a great new book. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about it and how folks can get their own copy? Yeah, I'd love to. So I wrote the Fueling Performance Playbook, gosh, I think it was last spring, as an effort to really help athletes build their knowledge in just the basics of nutrition, what they can do every day to help improve their game, improve their performance, and, and truly set them apart from their competition one bite at a time. So um, this playbook is actually an ebook. So you can go right to my website, smnutritionrd.com and download it immediately. And you will have 70 plus pages that walk you through the different steps of nutrition, everything from pre-workout, mid-training, carbs, protein, and there are some recipes in the back as well to kind of get you started. And, you know, the feedback I've gotten so far from the playbook is that it's, it's really easy to follow, but it's really helpful just because it's just some of those basic principles where you can Google, but there's so much out there and so much wrong information that it's all just one little concise package to really help you focus on your fuel. That's the one thing that I liked about the book is that it was very simple uh, you weren't using registered dietitian talk and you weren't, I mean, you weren't talking at us, you were talking to us and yeah. uh, it's just very simple, very easy to follow. Lots of great examples too, which I, I, I think is important in the book. Um, great book. We uh, here at West Virginia Soccer Association uh, encourage uh, folks to go ahead on out and get the book. Uh, smnutritionrd.com is where you can get it. Um, Stephanie is a wonderful follow on social media. She has so many uh, great posts, lots of great information. Uh, she's even on TikTok and, and bless her heart, she, she does her best on TikTok. <laughs> uh, tell us where uh, we can find you. Sure. So on Instagram, it's fueling.highschool.athletes and TikTok, it's fueling.hs athletes, um, both full of lots of great information. If you ever have a question, please don't hesitate to just send me a message and I'm happy to chat about anything I can help you with. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie May, registered dietitian and owner of SM Nutrition. We appreciate you coming back on the program here in the new year and talking with us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Remember, make sure you like, subscribe, and share our program, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every Thursday morning here on the WVSA Digital Network.
or find us on our social media platforms at WV Soccer. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.